When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Bingeworthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you which of the many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and today I get to talk to you about Monarch Legacy of Monsters once again. You may remember my recent interview with Matt Shackman about directing and producing the series, but when you get a chance to talk to Kurt and Wyatt Russell, you say yes. So, I, Plus, I finished the watching the series since my interview with Matt, so I can say with more authority that I did enjoy it quite a bit. It certainly makes you care about the characters in the MonsterVerse more than maybe the movies have in the past, and there's a lot of fun, twisty mystery throughout the show. There's a big bang of an ending, so buckle up and enjoy the ride. For the uninitiated, the show follows multiple characters in different eras on a twist-filled journey to uncover the mysteries of the organization at the center of the Godzilla MonsterVerse films. The show stars Kurt and Wyatt Russell, Mari Yamamoto, Anders Holm, Kiersey Clemens, Ren Watabe, and more. Joining me to discuss the series, like I said, is the father-son duo who play the same character in different times throughout the series. That's Kurt and Wyatt Russell. Kurt Russell, you may know from being Kurt frickin' Russell. Um, my favorites of his are The Thing, Escape from New York, Tombstone, Stargate, the list goes on and on, Hateful Eight, all that stuff. Wyatt has been building an amazing career himself with standout performances in The Falcon and Winter Soldier, Under the Banner of Heaven, Overlord is one of my favorites, 22 Jump Street, Lodge 49. It's so great to get to interview them together. I've interviewed Wyatt before for Under the Banner of Heaven, you know, we talk about all sorts of things and their dynamic and their rapport with one another because obviously they're father and son. It's it's really nice to to see kind of the, the two of them bounce off each other. But like I said, we talk about all sorts of things. We talk about Monarch, of course. We talk about John Carpenter, Marvel, remakes, you know, stepping into each other's roles, that kind of thing. But before we get to my chat with the Russells, I've got to tell you that Bingeworthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the Playlist Podcast, the Discourse, Deep Focus, and more. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite shows. Follow, like, subscribe, and drop us a rating on any of those as we greatly appreciate it or just head on over to theplaylist.net for film and tv news interviews reviews and more as a reminder to our listeners monarch legacy of monsters is currently roaring out new episodes on apple tv plus each week through january 10th okay here's my chat with the wonderful kurt and wyatt russell sure mike d'angelo with the playlist kurt wyatt Wonderful to speak with you guys today. 
freaking excited. Big fan of you both. Thank awesome. you. Thanks. So I finished Legacy of Monsters this week. Uh, really enjoyed it. So congratulations on another winner, obviously. I know you guys probably get like every interview you guys did or do. People are asking you like constantly, like when you're going to work together, stuff like that. Why, when we spoke for Under the Banner of Heaven, you were talking about kind of the reluctance to step into your dad's shoes. I know this this kind of makes it the perfect way to to completely flip that and have him almost step into your shoes. Was that kind of the drawing point here for the both of you? <laughs> yeah, it was for me. I mean, I had an opportunity to obviously do something that had not been done, two known actors, father and son, playing the same role. But it was an opportunity for me to work with Wyatt Russell, so <laughs> I'm not going to pass that up. <laughs> I could help it. I feel the same way. Uh, mm-hmm. I do. I was like... It was just cool for me because I had spent so much time in r- rooms adjacent to my dad when he was doing whatever movie he was going to go do. And it was always, always those conversations with directors and writers were always about making the movie better. And they always, see, you know, I was lo- logging those conversations in my head just as like life conversations, not as necessarily things I was going to use in my future, like specifically. But you hear them, you osmotically hear them as a kid, like you love your dad, you want to be like your dad, you know, how does your dad deal with things and situations? And then when I get to see it in action, like I've never really got to see it in action action, like from start to finish and be involved in the process start to finish. And it was so cool to be like, yeah, the guy that is in the room talking to the director and talking to the actor is the guy who comes on set is the guy that is my dad who I know. Like there's, there was no like, Oh my God, he's not who I thought he was. <laughs> yeah. He was just like that totally, happens on the press jump, right? Yeah, no, he's like the yeah, you know, he's, he's exactly who he is, and that that was cool. My dad's a jerk. yeah, my dad's a dick. <laughs> I imagine that's got to feel pretty fulfilling and amazing just to kind of finally be able to work together in some way. I know that I I spoke with Matt Shackman about this a while back. And he was talking about how cool it was that you would just come to set and watch Wyatt act just to kind of see what he was doing. Did you guys savor that? Well, we had worked very hard with uh, the, you know, Chris Black and Matt Fraction on taking a casting idea. Yeah. And, you know, because the, the character wasn't that in the, in the what they were, but we, we, we talked about what it might be and what could be. And uh, we worked very hard together to create someone that we could both come in line with. But it was, the for me, obviously, the fun was spending time with Wyatt alone, creating that, uh, creating that person. Because you're not going to be father and son. You're going to, you're both, you're going to be one, one thing. One's going to be young, one's going to be old. You're going to connect, we're going to connect two time periods, which in the mystery of what Lee Shaw is, brings it all together. So, yeah, we were... We were looking at the screenplay, looking at the story, looking at the character and saying, well, we don't want this to be bad. We want it to be really good. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want it to suck. We don't want it to be bad. (laughs) Did you guys sit down and and watch the Godzilla movies or were you just kind of like, no, this is the project in front of us. We're just going to concentrate on that. You did. Well, I, I knew it a little bit, and I, and, I, and I saw the last, I saw the one that was Godzilla versus King Kong, and it, which was done really well. Our, our show was going to be something very, very different from that. So there is King Kong, uh, there is uh, uh, Godzilla. Skull Island. Yeah, and, Go, and, and, Island. yeah. And, and there's Godzilla lore. Godzilla lore. Which and, we, you know, that, and that was all about the guys saying, well, that's what 
that's what how this is how this connects. But the cool thing was is that we didn't. There was no necessity to do that because it was like, well, especially in my timeline, it was it was before anybody knew about anything. So kind of not knowing about anything for me always helps. I never like, you know, uh, said it before, but um, you don't want to play the result of the character or the result of their, their thoughts. And sometimes if you have that thought in your head, I mean, I, I never, you know, try to always try not to, but not watching them was like, okay, I don't, you know, they don't exist in my world. So um, I'm just going to do this thing differently. So like I was kind of, Saying before, I'm sure there was kind of reluctance just because, you know, Kurt, you don't want to step on Wyatt's toes and Wyatt, you don't necessarily want to even deal with the legacy of all that is Kurt Russell at this point. Does this kind of this experience you guys had, does this change the outlook of like maybe working together in the future? I don't think so. Uh, you? No, I don't yeah, think so. What do you think? No, no I don't <laughs> no think it more. changes yeah, the outlook because I don't think it ever was anything other than like, well, if it's really good. So it comes along, it's yeah. good. Then, you know, like, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. why not? If it's if it's really good, you never say, you know, never say no. But um, it has to be really good. Like, this was a really good idea. It was a really good idea. And then we just needed to make it as good uh, as good of executed as well as the idea was. Um, we knew so. we could play. The, we knew we could we could play a guy. <clears throat> right. But we you know, when you cast, you know, it's like any 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 role you get cast in, you know, now you're playing it. When you've got two known people, there's going to be baggage of some kind, good and bad or indifferent or whatever. So how do you use that in a positive way for the best outcome of the show? I mean, it's never, I don't know that it's ever really been done before. It hasn't. Like, uh, I don't think so. It hasn't. We, we looked at it. We were looking it up on the internet. as like, what, you know, what, again, there may have been small instances and whatnot. Wyatt even played um, a character that I did in a picture called Soldier. He played him young, uh, but very young, around 12 years old. And he was in the, and he was really good in it. And uh, and then I, you know, the movie t changes was as as the guy now you cut and many many years later. But uh, so we have done it before, <laughs> but this was this was different. This was this was pulling the wagon together, um, and we wanted to pull it off. Pull the wagon, yeah. pull it off. Pull it down. <laughs> uh, I know, like this is like the age of remakes and IP and and Kurt since fans. They always are like fan casting Wyatt into your roles in these like remakes that are potentially coming up. Do you have any where you're like, I would like to see him tackle this character or Wyatt? Do you have any where you're like, no. I'm not touching this with a 10 foot. I have, Wyatt's Wyatt's Wyatt is creating a slew of his own characters. I'm glad to yeah. see that. I'm glad to see his range being, uh, being used as well as it has been, and you know there'll be a lot in the future. I, I, I you know, <clears throat> I, like sure there's people out there that could do it great, but like I've said it now a few times, like the John Carpenter and Kurt Russell and all the people that made those movies, like they're so unique. They're comic book movies before comic book movies were around. Like. They have the they have they have the feeling of comic book movies now, yeah. you know. Like the, the watch Big Trouble in Little China, like that's a comic book movie, but not but original ideas and original thoughts, not derivative of comics. Not the saying that the, the, that's a bad thing. It's just, but they were so unique. It's like it's like it would almost be like rewriting the comic book of Superman with another, you know, like person who's going to write Superman for another company. You're like, but they already do Superman and they, they already like made that character. Like, why would you want to, you know, rewrite the comic book? It was so specific 
um, that it's just, I don't know, man. It's like, I, I don't think it's a great. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Idea. So you're saying Tango and Cash Jr. is never going to happen? <laughs> yeah. They've talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> They've talked about that. They've talked about a lot of them. I'll play Jack Palance in Tango. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that <laughs> if they want to hire me as young Jack Palance. The other way works, you know, it works the other way too. Why I may do something in the future, or may have done something already in the past. I mean, I'm a big Lodge 49 fan. Um, yeah. I like to see Dud when he's 75. I mean, yeah. <laughs> by the way, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be a, a you know, but it's a, the same thing. You look at that and you go, I, I, I look, I don't want to, I don't want to break the hearts of all those Lodge 49 fans, and uh, and not and not <laughs> not do it right. So I, I you know, I think I'll leave it alone. <laughs> uh, one thing I've noticed, you know, is that just in my life, you truly come to re-examine and appreciate your parents in a whole new light when you become a parent yourself. I lost my dad five years ago. Um, and I just always am thinking about, you know, that, that relationship and, and how that has changed me and what I'm imparting onto my kids. Why, now that you're a father, have things changed personally or professionally between the two of you? And, and do you go to him for advice on anything like that? Hmm. Um, I don't think things have changed between the two of us. I think that I have gained appreciation for what yes. he did and what he was having to do when I was young. It's really hard to balance life uh, and work in, in the way that, that they did when you put your family number one in this business because it's a real time suck. <laughs> uh, and it's a great business and it's so exciting and you're so lucky to be working in it. And I'm, I, I am so lucky to be working in it. Um, but you have to make your family priority and the yeah. way that they were able to do that w was really incredible. And I'm trying my best to do it as well as they did. Um, it's fun trying, isn't it? It's fun trying. <laughs> it's fun trying. There's a lot of tears and a lot of crying and a lot of laughter. And like, it's just wild and insane. Like for instance, like, my, my son's here today and it was funny. He's jumping on the bed and he's <laughs> having, having a blast. We're at a hotel and it's like, great, you know, but it's about making it you a part of that. Um, he always said, you know, when people ask me, like, what's the best advice you ever gave you about acting? And really it's, it's, and he's given it to all of us, but it's like the circus at home has to be more fun than the circus away. And I have very lucky that, that I, I have that. We had that as a family. I, my wife, Meredith and my, my son, buddy, and our soon to be new son. Um, like I, I can't, I, I, I don't ever want to be anywhere else, but there to be honest, like, that's all I want to do. Um, everything else is in service of that. So. Uh, good. Hey, Thanks for I can hear mine running circles downstairs right now. Hopefully yeah, that's the best. But either way, <laughs> it's the greatest. Um, yeah. Speaking of like advice and stuff like that, Kurt, you had joined the MCU kind of clueless to what was going on at the time, you know, with Guardians Volume 2. Did, did when you were contemplating joining the MCU, Wyatt, as John Walker, 
did you go to your dad and be like, well, what's it, what's it really like on the inside there? Or was it just like, uh, I'm going to have to suss this out myself. No, that, that uh, I, 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 like we, we've always been just like you go to work and the work is the work and it's like sep- everything's unique but i did i did remember you saying make sure that you can go pee oh yeah <laughs> like make sure they build I, a suit so you can yeah. pee i said are you wearing a some kind of a you know america, captain america outfit or something he said yeah and i said well <laughs> get your get yourself lined up and when you gotta when you when you gotta go to the bathroom make Get it done, because it getting in and out of that thing's not going to be that easy. All right, it's like <laughs> the, every costume's like. So I I remember that that was a legitimate like because it is really hard. Like it's like legitimately a thing where and it's, it's nasty like, in action. Yeah, and it's and it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, they're like, nasty. It, yeah, and they're really hard to wear. The suit, he was like, make sure you get the suit right because if you don't get the suit right, like it's a, it, it, it could be a nightmare. <laughs> and there was a point where it was like it was a little bit. I I got really my shoulders like. Yeah. I was having PT coming over, and Marvel was great because they're you know getting a guy to come over to work on my shoulder. I, I've also got nineteen hundred other injuries from hockey prior, <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't you know. But we this time we got it figured out. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> three days to cut to three days. Yeah, the Thunderbolts does sound exciting. It is. Um, it's going to be. It's going to be great. Stacked. Who are you really looking forward to to like playing off of? Everybody. Yeah. It's like. Man, I mean, seriously, like n- normally I think you say that and you're like, you know, everybody's a great actor, but like Florence Pugh is good, man. <laughs> I mean, she's one of the better, she's one of the best actresses that there are right now. Um, Sebastian Stan, one of the better actors that there are right now. This is in my opinion, but I like Sebastian and Fresh. Is, is there Daniel Brew going to be in Daniel's not going to be in uh, Daniel's not going to be uh, actually, I, 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 he could play a part in it. I don't know. I haven't read his script yet, but. As of now, I don't. I'm not sure. Um, Harrison Ford's going to be in it. Yeah, Harrison's in Captain America four. I think. I don't know. If, I haven't read a script, so I don't know who exactly who's in it. <laughs> I know Florence is in it. I know Sebastian's in it. I know David Harbour is going to be in it. David Harbour, another guy who's like so good. I love everything he, he does. I love his NHL commercials. <laughs> where he plays this like insane <laughs> NHL fan who like is guarding the Stanley Cup. I love everybody in it so much. And the director, Jake, who did Lodge 49, a lot of lodges, like I, I feel very, very lucky. Um, I hope it's it ends up being as good as I feel lucky. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. you should be. <laughs> Seriously. I'm also a massive, huge John Carpenter fan here. Uh, hey, there you go. Nice. <laughs> Got the thing. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, by the way. He's also one of my favorite directors of all time. Now that you're kind of, you know, looking back on it, are you surprised how much your collaborations have kind of lived on? And do you look back at those films, you know, knowing how crucial a role you were in each other's lives? You got to be careful how you answer this. You know, <laughs> John was very crucial. And, and there's no question John was very cru- crucial in, in, my, in my career. Uh, there were many, many times when we sort of knew the answer to the question, which is better to do in a take. One was better for that day and one was better for 20 years later. We pretty much <laughs> always took the 20 years later because we thought it was better. <laughs> we just did what we thought was right. But John, John had a special way of looking at the world through the camera, which I think is incredibly unique, honestly unique now that I look back. Um, and I used to look through the lens every once in a while. I said, what's he doing? This is a little different, right? But we, had, we did speak a language to each other. And I'm really proud of the, everything we did together. I, I, I love John. I mean, you know, and, and I think he's 
extremely unique as a filmmaker. He's a unique person. Yeah. I'm just fortunate to be involved with him as much as I was. And we had a real familial thing going on. My, at the time, my brother-in-law, Larry Franco, my wife at the time was in one of them. His wife was in one. It was a, it was a, it was, listen, we were, you know, we were young guys, young girls having fun. Just, and we, nice. you know, that's still the way to try to go about it. I'm, right. listen, and, you know, you, when you run into that, you, you know why you're doing what you're doing. I was talking to uh, Radio Silence, who's, they're going to be tackling the Escape from New York movie that that's being, I think, created still. I've heard that about 50 times. About <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how long I've been hearing that, you know. Yeah. No, no, I, I have no idea. Um, I know this much that when it comes to those movies and that character, there's a little more there than meets the eye, and they kind of seem to somehow run into that just before they make it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if that will happen again or not, you know. Pretty much all those Carpenter films. I know The Rock was going to make like Big Trouble in Little China for a while and all that. But just... Big Love, Big Trouble in Little China was there was no movie like it at the time. So what are you what are you going to do now to ma to match that or so make that feeling come about? And it doesn't mean you're going to be successful. You know, yeah. the thing we did is like you know that's the thing. Had it not been for video, we, you know, those things would have just disappeared. Absolutely. So I know what's next for you guys. I know why you have night swim coming up, which looks like Amityville swimming pool almost. Yeah. By the trailers, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, what What can you tease about that? And what else do you guys have coming up? That was another really fun experience. Uh, Carrie Condon plays my wife. Bryce McGuire wrote and directed it. I had such a great time doing that movie as well. Blum and James Blumhouse and James Wan. It's their first, like I think, co-production. And as terrifying as it probably, I hope it is. Um, it was, it was really great to do. It's so fun doing horror. Like, I love doing horror. <laughs> I, I love it because it's, that's to me, it's like ultimate filmmaking. You can do kind of anything you want. Like you can mm -hmm. try anything. You can go as big as you want. Sometimes you can go as subtle as you want. You can get like more blood and more, you know, <laughs> you can just do more and go and, and really commit. And I love the, f the fact that when you can commit like that, like, yeah, either it's going to suck and you're going to go down on a ball of flames, but at least you're going down on a ball of flames. <laughs> and, and, but Bryce really wove together um, a story that it's jaws in your swimming pool. You know, it's what, what, you know, what it, it looks like lights off, man. It, it looks like it has the suspense element. That's what I like in those movies. Does it? There's, 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 it has this lurking sense of eerie, you know, like the pool is always there. Something ain't right. Here. Something's wrong <laughs> and yeah. it's getting worse and it's getting worse. <laughs> and oh my God, it is really bad. And, and it's, it's just that, that thing of like, you know, when you're playing Marco Polo in your swimming pool when you're 13, you know, there's a chance a, there's a chance an old hairy hand is going to come out of the skimmer and pull you down. And in this movie, we make it real. <laughs> Awesome. And then, Kurt, are you coming back to the Fast franchise? I don't know. I couldn't tell. You know, in my life, I never know. I don't know. People talk about Quentin's next movie. They talk about Fast and Furious. I haven't seen 9 and 10 yet. I know I did a little thing in 9. I I said uh, at the time, and so we're just setting up a little something here. Okay. And I never know if I'm going to do them. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know what comes next. I, You know what? Um, when you're three weeks into something, there's a good chance you're actually going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. They are giving me the wrap. I'll just say as a reminder to our listeners, new episodes of Monarch Legacy of Monsters premieres globally Fridays through January 12th on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a really fun series. The Russells are unsurprisingly excellent. 
Thanks so much for your time, guys. Thank you. Talking to you.